All right, it's time for another edition of the Strip Till Farmer podcast brought to you by Yetter Farm Equipment. Great to have you with us. My name is Noah Newman, your host. Now, in her most recent State of the State address, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly gave a shout out to strip tillers Ron and Marsha Schilling for helping solve the state's water supply issues. Now, that caught our attention, of course. So we called the Schillings to talk about their strip till origin story and how they've been able to make such a big impact in the state. So on this episode of the Strip Till Farmer podcast, Ron Schilling talks about the motivation behind their switch to strip till, how they incorporate cattle into their system, why they build strips in the spring, and much more. Let's jump into the conversation. Here's Ron. My name is Ron Schilling. My wife and I, Marsh is her name. We've been farming for around 40 years. Uh, we started strip tilling in the early 2000s. I don't remember the exact year it was, but we did it because we needed to conserve water. And uh, not only are we conserving water with strip till, but we're also conserving a lot of fuel and just excessive trips across the field. It used to just drive me crazy. You'd work a field five or six, seven times before you'd plant corn. And uh, since we've gone to strip till, I think we get a, a better stand. We get our fertilizer in there better. Uh, I really like the strip till method of how we do things. And, and then I also hire a crew that comes in and does my strip tilling. It's Steve Dwell. He lives on the west side of the county. I guess I need to tell you where I'm located at. We're in Sherman County, Kansas, which sits along Interstate 70, and we border Colorado is where Sherman County is. We run uh, 14 circles, plant a lot of irrigated corn, some soybeans, and irrigated milo. Kind of rotate, rotate stuff around. But uh, strip till's been working really good for us. Yeah, what are some of the unique challenges that come uh, with the location uh, in, in Kansas where you are? You mentioned uh, water conservation was a was a big motivator for switching to strip till. I have to imagine that's one of the big big challenges where you are. Yes, we irrigate. We irrigate, and so the strip till works really good. One of the some of the challenges that fit our operation is uh, a lot of guys strip till in the fall after they get done with harvest, but we run cows. We run a lot of cows, and we want to graze these corn stalks. And uh, so we have to wait till about the end of March, 1st of April, to get stuff strip tilled, and that gives us about three weeks to start planting corn. And so we're kind of in a time frame window. And that's one of the reasons we use Steve Dwell, too, is they, they roll in with two big rigs, and they uh, wipe us out pretty fast. So, so we like that method. Yeah, so when you first started strip tilling, just going back to those early days of strip tilling, did you know right away that you needed to you know, hire someone like Steve to help you get it going, or does, is that something you learned as the years went on? Well, when we first started strip tilling, we only did about five or six circles, and then our program has grown, so we've just added on this way. Uh, strip till equipment is pretty expensive. It takes a lot of power, horsepower, and then manpower. And, that, and right now, this time, and the situation that we're in right now, I think we're like most people, we're just short of help. We just don't have enough help to get everything done. So I can hire Steve Dwell to come in and, and help us out. And, does a, and they do such a good job for us. It's just fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to hearing from Steve here later. You mentioned you started kind of small in terms of strip till acreage, and then you increased your acreage. Did, did you do that because right away you saw the benefits? Or, or just take us through that. Well, yeah, we saw... Other people were strip tilling before us, and, and I watched them. Uh, we've always said our farm is on an experiment station, so we like to watch other people to see how they're getting along. And uh, at first, I didn't think it would work. I, I really didn't think it was going to work because, you know, we've never done it that way. So, whole time thing, we 
do it the old way. But as we watched the neighbors and, and watched what they were doing, and, and it, it caught on pretty fast. And we decided to switch over to strip till, and it's worked out really well for us. What were some of the challenges that you could think of off the top of your head when you made the switch to strip till? Well, technology is the biggest thing to get lined back up. You know, we get our we run all John Deere equipment, the wells run John Deere equipment, so you know we can line up computers, make everything work good. And uh, and I'm not a techie person, so I have to have some help with that. And the wells have helped me. Of course, my my oldest son's real techie, and so he helps me too. And, but just the technology part of strip till, and once you get that past that, it's a breeze. It's an absolute breeze. We plant a lot of corn on corn on corn on corn. It, that's just the way a lot of guys irrigate out here. Now we've started switching in some uh, soybeans every once in a while. We've also, with limited water, we're trying to cut back on water usage. We're we're using some Milo. I like I like the Milo. Last year we got her pretty hard because of the heat. I don't think. It wasn't so much that we were in a drought last year. It was the, the heat. The heat just choked them plants down. It was just unbearable, you know, for humans and plants. We just we didn't get the production last year like we wanted. Yeah, have you made your strips yet, or what's your timing like as far no, as that? We can... haven't started. We haven't started strip tilling yet. So uh, we still got cows out on those corn stalks. We're gonna get them in, and we're starting to calve, and and we're seeing something different this year. We haven't calved in the mud for a long time, so. I feel very optimistic that maybe we're going to start getting some rain again. Yeah, I hope so. F- uh, fingers crossed for that. Can you tell us, you know, what kind of fertilizers you use for each of your crops and just what your what your nutrient management plan is like? Okay, so we're shooting for around 200 pounds in when we strip till our crops. And then uh, also then I have some starter fertilizer I run with the planters. But I have gone to all liquid fertilizer from nutrient and uh, switched over to that from anhydrous probably five, seven years ago. But I like the liquid fertilizer, and I know I sound kind of like a tree hugger here, but you know, I got concerned about my organic matter, the earthworms, I'm trying to build a better soil, and I think I think the anhydrous might have hurt us some on those things. So switching into uh, liquid fertilizer, I think I'm keeping my soil health better that way and that's that's why i've got the liquid uh, fertilizer all right let's take a quick time out to share a message from our sponsor yetter farm equipment the 2984 strip freshener from yetter gives you flexibility within your strip till system you control the level of tillage performed to create the ideal seed bed strip fresheners can also place liquid or dry fertilizer in the strips use it ahead of the planter to facilitate consistent soil warming and bring existing strips to life. Use the strip fresher in the fall, in the spring, or hey, in both seasons if you want. You decide. Visit yetterco.com. That's Y-E-T-T-E-R-C-O.com for more information. Now back to the conversation. Do you split applications of it or do you put it all on at once or how does that work? We get a, we get most of our anhydrous put on, I mean, we get most of our nitrogen put on through the strip till machine in our paws. And then when I plant, I'm laying down a starter fertilizer and, and, and the black label and those kind of things. Just just kind of double whammy up a little bit. And then uh, what's in your starter fertilizer? Well, it's a, it's a product that uh, it varies from year to year. We, we run soil samples and I rely on nutrient to 
you know, set that up for me and, and we put down some polish. And like I said, we use this black label. I've, I've become a big fan of black label, a product that Nutrient has. And I think I'm seeing some benefits from it. Yeah. What are, what are some of those benefits? It sounds like it's working really well for you. Well, we first started using, uh, I mean, I, I just see a, a more vigorous plant growth starter. It, the, the plants just seem more vigorous and uh, they seem more healthy. We, we got a better root mass. So I'm, I'm hoping it's working, and from what I'm seeing, I think it is. I, I think it's working great. So we, we, like I said before, we work through their nutrient place, and, and they do all our soil samples for us, and we go through the program and see where we are. And You know, the biggest thing that we're always short on out here is FOSS, and uh, so we always have to build FOSS, and, uh, but you can only do so much. It's an expensive product to use, and we're, we're going to work again some more micronutrients. I think we're learning a lot about corn health and how it works and there's always you know uh, you know back in the early days when I first started farming it was simple you just threw on 200 pounds of anhydrous and you threw out a little of this threw out a little of this and we really didn't know what we were doing I, th- I think now we're more highly educated and we rely on our crop consultants and, and we're seeing the advantage I, I know we're raising a lot more corn with a lot less irrigated water than we ever did before and I, do, I know with seed varieties, all those things, but, but technology has really, really helped. And, I, and I, it's inter- I'm glad I'm living long enough to see this. Yeah, technology, it's just, it's taken off. Every year, it seems like something new comes out in the, in the precision ag uh, industry as it relates to strip till. Yes, it does. It's just, uh, it just, every year we're learning something new. And, and, uh, and I'm trying, for an old guy, I'm trying to stay updated as much as I can, but but I have to rely on other people, and uh, and that's okay. I'm not I'm not square, scared to ask questions. Yeah, I think a- asking questions that's that's what a lot of people say um, when they give advice to new strip tillers or what they should do when they're first starting out is to just seek advice from other people. But what are what are some of the big uh, pieces of advice you would give to new strip tillers? Well, I think uh, I don't I don't think it's bad to before you invest a whole bunch of money in, in iron. Uh, is to work with somebody else, maybe have somebody else come in and help you, uh, then, and then work off of their knowledge because the guys that have been doing it for a long time, they, you know, they know some secrets. You got to get that stuff. You know, soil texture is just perfect. It needs to be just perfect when you run a strip till. And sometimes, you know, we always run sometimes a little bit too wet. But one of the things we've noticed when we're running cattle on these stocks before we strip till, you know, I know Steve's always said, man, these things work out nice because we've gotten rid of a lot of that trash down the row. We've, those cows have done a good job cleaning stuff up. And, that, and it looks so good when they get done running the strip tail machine out through those fields. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know the, uh, the governor of Kansas mentioned you guys in, the, in her state of the state address, giving you guys a shout out for your conservation practices and switch to strip till. I'm just curious, what, what was your reaction when you learned about that? Well, we were pretty honored. We, uh, So the governor, you know, the state of Kansas right now, we're trying to conserve as much as overall aquifer we can, as we can. And I, somehow we got on her list and, and described what we're doing because, you know, my granddaughter will be generation, or my grandkids, my grandkids will be generation number seven off of this farm. So when we talk about sustainability, it's this farm. We've tried to stick around this long and we're trying to conserve our water for, you know, our future generations. And, and water is very, very critical. Uh, the only thing more important than water on our farm 
are our grandkids. And so with the two working together, uh, I, I think strip tills help conserve water. And uh, hopefully we can continue this farm into the future for many more generations. Yeah, I love to hear that. I mean, it, it's really cool to see your, your motivation and laying the groundwork for your uh, grandchildren. And then in terms of the, the water conservation from how much strip tills help with that, can you think of um, any, any data or or a story as to that illustrates just how much strip till has helped in the in the water conservation department? Well, I I don't have a you know a lot of guys do a lot of number work and interesting people you can talk to that, that shows how much. But you know I can remember when we first started farming, you just opened up the gates and poured out as much water as you could pour out. Nobody really kept track of it, and a lot of it got wasted. Now we know through uh, drop nozzles. You know, we're, we're able to grow a really good, we still need help from Mother Nature. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But the added water that we're putting on a crop is a lot less, and we're, and we're harvesting a lot more bushels than we used to. That'll wrap things up for this week's edition of the Strip Till Farmer Podcast. Before we go, I want to let you know about the National Strip Tillage Conference, the 10th anniversary edition, coming to Bloomington, Illinois this summer. It's August 3rd and 4th. Marker calendars, we would love to have you there. We're putting together the speaker lineup as we speak. Have a lot of great speakers that are going to be joining us, so we're really excited about it. Head to our website, striptillfarmer.com, to learn more or register. We have those early registration rates currently underway, so definitely take advantage of those. Until next time, for all things strip till, head to striptillfarmer.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Yetter Farm Equipment. Thanks to Ron Schilling. My name's Noah Newman. Have a great day.